0: Welcome to A Chef's Table, I'm Chef Jim Coleman. The 60s are an era of nostalgia, although no one wants to see me in a tie-dye T-shirt and bell-bottoms again. But I still like the natural foods that became popular then, and the music. We'll talk to the makers of the first live acidophilus culture yogurt, who owe their success to the grateful dead. Then a conversation with one of the dead road chefs, and if you've ever been lost in your own hometown, discover the Not For Tourist guidebook. Finally, a serious look at the issue of childhood hunger. But first, I have a great admiration for our farmers. It's tough work with little reward and farmers are constantly at the mercy of weather in the seasons. Elliot Coleman decided to extend his growing season at his four season farm in Maine through an innovative, sustainable solar heated environment.
1: Normally our season, I suppose, would run from a frost in the middle of may to a frost in the uh, oh, late september and i used to farm within those limits but i got tired of turning my markets over to the uh, west coasters every fall so we decided what the heck let's see if we can't push it earlier in the spring and later in the fall and we kept pushing and voila one day we'd done away with winter
0: and how talk about how you did that i mean that seems like a feat that nobody could actually do
1: well, obviously, you could do it very easily by building a very big greenhouse and uh, expending lots of energy uh, putting heat into it, but that obviously wasn't in the cards. So uh, our greenhouses are reasonably large. They're 30 by uh, 30 feet by 100 feet, but they have a couple of unique features. First off, they move. We've built our greenhouses so they're large sleds and we have uh, two sites for them. So there's site A where they sit one year and site B where they sit the next year. And let's say they're sitting on site A right now, uh, and all summer long they've been growing tomatoes or peppers or eggplants or something that will thrive in the heat. Meanwhile, we have prepared and planted up site B starting about the 1st of August to crops that we want to be harvesting in the winter. And then uh, come, oh, the middle of October, October, we would move the greenhouse from site A to site B where it would spend the winter.
0: Now do you ever have days in a row where you have no sunlight? Does that affect it if you're having three rainy cloudy days?
1: Uh, no it it doesn't it is a what we call a sun run system the daily influx of of sun uh keeps putting a little more heat back into the soil that's uh, used at night to uh, by the system uh, automatically to keep things warm but uh, no we've had uh, a week of cold snowy weather and uh, everything seems to sit there very nicely
0: now is there something you like about farming in the winter is there some sort of enjoyment there
1: well, there are days when my when my fingers are awful cold, Jim. But uh, uh, it gets quite nice in the greenhouse on, on sunny days. It gets well into the 50s. In fact, some days it even get up to 70, and the vents will open, uh, which is pretty nice working conditions in January, February, and Maine. But- Were there any big surprises as far as playing around with this idea? Well, the best thing was the, the taste and quality of the produce. You see, a lot of the, the salad greens, the reason everybody says, oh, yeah, it's so hard to grow spinach in the summer and grow uh, lettuce in the summer, is because they're cool-weather crops. And with cool-weather crops, these conditions seem to be ideal for what gives them the best quality and flavor. I mean, the, these things are unbelievably tasty.
0: Can the home gardener do this at home as well or not?
1: absolutely. In fact, we pioneered these ideas in our home garden. We were just playing around on a small-